0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Back to Basics. I have with me today a special guest because he's someone who has made his life purpose to inspire others. E.J. Sarcione is an international motivational speaker, shine development coach, author, and the creator of the personality quiz, The Shine Scale. As the founder of Get Your Shine, his belief is that it simply takes one spark to ignite your path to success. Aj built a successful career in branding and communications, working closely with top corporate and startup world executives and used it as a stepping stone to create Get Your Shine. Hello, AJ, and welcome to Back to Basics.
1: Hello, thanks for having me.
0: Well, I'm super excited because every time I you know someone suggested a, suggests a good guest for my show and then you know i uh didn't know anything about you and for that i apologize but now trust me i will be a big promoter of your work <laughs> because then i discovered your work and i said oh my god this guy is awesome and so you're like oh, you. the ultimate perfect guest for this show so i'm very excited about having you here
1: oh, i appreciate that i'm excited about being here and diving deeper into your world has been as exciting for me so thank you mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. And I'm sure I'll be I'll be very, very inspired by this conversation. So, you know, I I always start at the beginning and it's the how you became who you are today and you went into, you know, obviously I mentioned the corporate world a bit in branding, communications. Tell me about about that journey and you as a child and what were you passionate about?
1: Absolutely. So I appreciate that you do that because I find as I talk to a lot of people and I get to a place of trying to help people in most situations, we come back to foundation. And the work that we'll talk about today, a lot of it is based upon me going back to foundation and understanding the why and how I was able to create some of the success and joy that I found in my life. And I believe that that started at a very early age in the way that I was raised. I have a beautiful relationship with my parents who I adore. And even a couple of years ago, they went through a really bad car accident. and it made me retouch how incredibly lucky I am to have these people. oh my god. and from from a young age, they instilled principles in me to push myself to the place of knowing that I can do anything that's possible. That if I have a belief inside my mind, there's no reason why I can't achieve it. And even in a moment we're in right now, and we see the world in our country changing and people falling into, or getting into office that have never you know, been represented prior, I remember my parents as a child saying, if you want to be the president of the United States, there's no reason why you can't be. And they helped me to open my mind to those possibilities. And I was in programs called Odyssey of the Mind, where you would do creative problem solving at very young ages. And I think that as I've grown, that foundation has helped me to be able to use right and left brain and has helped me to tap into my emotional intelligence and combine that with the ability, you know, that I naturally was given, I guess, in IQ, but also the way that I was pushed to apply myself and learn and get me to a place where I've found a lot of success. And to your point, my career, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, has ups and downs. And as I go through moments and I look back at some of those points where it could have been a down, I look at how I saw those as opportunities and wasn't didn't feel that in any way that I was stunted or that I was held back, but that there was a reason why that roadblock was there because it was meant for me to discover how do you go over it, how do you go around it, how do you go through it, and get me to where I'm at and how I help people do that. And so I guess the crux of the storytelling really comes to life when I had left my career in communications at MTV by way of the head of music telling me I should leave because they had heard me sing and heard some songs that I had written and they knew I had a passion of being an artist. And so I I left and I quit and I went on a journey to re-explore potentially getting in music again, which had been a place in my life that I had been before and I had achieved a dream with that. I'm sure that'll come up today. But the point of this is when I left, all these awesome things were happening in my life. I was on national television, I was working with big artists. I sang with John Legend. I was on the talk on CBS with Wayne Brady and I was working with big producers, but I wasn't making any money. Mm -hmm. And it came to a point where, sure, if I continued to persevere, it is likely something would have landed and I may have ended up finding the financial success that I was seeking in that moment. But I was at a point in my life where the financial success and stability was just as important to me as all those amazing opportunities to sing and doing the thing I loved. And so I went back into comms and marketing and found a job at a startup which ended up um being great. It was a six-figure job leading organization and it was almost like I had never left my career. And then shortly after that I found my way to Yahoo and my career just catapulted and in about a five year period, I grew my career by 450% when you look at the financial growth around what I was making. And I had all this increase in my seniority at the company and was able to create internal marketing and have this influence on the way that we engaged employees and put smiles on people's faces and ultimately got acquired by Verizon during that time and helped Marissa, the CEO. Um, During that transition and Verizon came on and said, Hey, do you want to be the head of Mojo and fly around the world and speak in all these countries? And that became my next job, which was a whole nother dream of mine to do. And, and um, I was, I felt so, I felt so lucky. And as I look back on that time, when I ultimately decided to leave and go explore why that occurred recognizing that there was an opportunity inside of this for me to not only figure out how could I do it again but how could I help other people do it i ultimately came back to foundation and really getting to a place of understanding what were the things that were inside of me and the characteristics that are inside of me which i've come to recognize are inside of all of us that i was igniting during those moments that you know brought success And then as I went deeper and deeper and deeper, I realized so much of that really does go back to my childhood and the way that I was raised in those early fundamental years and the way that it connects to possibility and positivity, all the stuff that I do every day.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure that people listening right now, they know why I say you are the ultimate guest to this podcast, <laughs> because it's it's really the journey. You just put it in very simple terms and straightforward. I mean, there's so much in there that we could just deconstruct okay. in, in following the dream. But I, it seems to me that you were very connected to yourself and by your parents empowering you. And as a mom, I'm taking notes. I'm like, oh, I like that. You know, I, I took note about the audacity uh, what it what it was uh, the Odyssey of the Odyssey.
1: mind Odyssey of the mind Yeah
0: uh-huh. I I took note because that seems interesting way to empower them But uh, it seems that you were very connected and and in all what you share what uh, one of the things I picked on is was that you had a dream that obviously seemed related to music. Mm -hmm. and that to pursue it and feel it close and feel, yes, I I could make this happen, but maybe this is not the time or maybe I decide consciously and intentionally not to make it happen. That's very powerful because I think that's where people uh, get stuck. And I know you have written a book called Unlock and Unblock. And I think that's kind of where it goes back to, like we get so stuck and so locked into our vision and, and it takes courage to say, well, maybe not now, but that doesn't mean that you're completely giving up on that. Maybe you need to get some more tools or get some other inspiration. And, and, and that's very courageous thing to do. So if you want to talk more about that particular step.
1: Absolutely. Interestingly, you focused on a part of the title, which is true, Unlock and Unblock. But prior to that is Spark. And that's really where I believe things start. I believe that it takes simply one spark to ignite what you're talking about. And what's wild is if you've not yet seen the movie Soul on Disney Plus.
0: I did see it. Yes.
1: Numerous people have written to me saying, did you have a part in writing that? Because it's so (laughs) connected to what I speak about. Yes. In that that spark for me is in a way music. It's the thing that I love. It's the way that I feel so connected in a deep way to people and being able to move people. My father has told me at different times in my life when I was doing music, when I went back into corporate America, when I was making changes in my career, he'll remind me, don't ever forget about your dream of singing. Mm -hmm. And just because you're not actively pursuing it, don't forget that what you do may draw connections to that thing. And even in the moment that I'm in right now, I get the opportunity to often sing to people when I speak and I'll tell you that story if you want and and why that occurred. But, um, what I find is while my voice is usually the thing that I'm connected to in the way that I deliver a song, there's things inside of that that are starting to help me realize where I've been able to help people in the past As I've helped leaders be great leaders and be more intentional in the way that they speak and connect more deeply with their employees or the people that are around them, I'm realizing that the way that that could help you, as you were saying, as a mother, in the way that you do it potentially with your child or your spouse or your family members, and um, inside of all of that, to me, are things that connect to music in the way that a great song has a great story. So a lot of times it's understanding what your story is and understanding how to tell that story in a way that's meaningful. And inside of that story is the stuff that you talk about, passion. But inside of that story is the ways that we also activate that, how we listen and ask questions of other people and the deeper sides of who we are. And then also with that comes the way that a great song is delivered. If I were to sing happy birthday for you, the way many people sing it, you might be like, that's delightful. You know, I've heard that song many, many times. But the way that I often sing happy birthday i I call friends, I leave them voicemails and mm-hmm. things all the time with happy Birthday is unique because it's me and it's the way that I embellish and use intonation to drive this emotional connection in the song to people, right? And I think that um that stuff connects to the work that I'm doing and the way that we tell our story and the way that we find a mechanism to Create something that's so special that is exactly who we are. But deep down inside, it's all the same for all of us. It's just the way that it's represented. It's our personality. And I think ultimately getting back to it is the spark, that thing that makes you light up and that these sparks come from passion. A lot of times they come from energy. They come from also conscientiousness. And our active listening skills, because the way that we can engage with people can make deeper connections. And I guess I'll get to the point that I was sharing earlier around music. My dream in life as a child was to sing with Whitney Houston. Uh And I wanted nothing more in life than to have the moment to sing with her. And I got the chance to go to her concert and sit up at the front. I was very lucky to get that seat. When I bought the tickets, you don't know where you're going to sit. Yeah, You know that they'll put you in a certain area for the tickets that I had bought, but you don't know if that's the front row, the second row, the fifth row, the sixth row, whatever. Well, I ended up in the front row just by what I would call unintentional perfection, mm-hmm. which we'll probably get into. And um, throughout the concert, as Whitney Houston was singing, I was singing along with her. And it felt like in a way my dream was coming true because I was so close to her and it felt like I was singing with her. And that in itself was awesome. And then Whitney Houston stopped her concert and she told everyone to quiet down. And she walked over to me and pulled me up to the stage. Oh my God, you're kidding me. And the next thing I know, I'm going, everyone falls in love sometimes. Sometimes it's wrong and sometimes it's right. And she and I were singing together.
0: Oh my God. All my, my little, biggest, my right biggest <laughs> dream was coming true. Holy cannoli. You pulled one on me. I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> I'm like shaking. You have an amazing voice. And that story told that way. Holy cannoli. Thank you. What a you. moment.
1: And um, thank you. And so my dream came true. And I think one of the coolest things about that is I look back. I'm like, why did that dream come true? And then also, why does my dad keep telling me at times to not give up on the thing that I love so much, even though he's also pushing me to be successful and to tap into all these other great attributes that they helped bring out in me to have these big jobs and work with big leaders and then help coach people and help people advance their lives. And um, I really think it comes down to, you know, I know that that thing is something special. I don't get hung up on it in a way where I feel, you know, that if it doesn't come out in the way that it's supposed to, if I don't find the success around it, that I'm not successful. I don't think that at all. I think that still in my heart, there's probably going to be a day where I sing in a big way again and it will all come through this work. And as I mentioned to you earlier, sitting in that front row for Whitney Houston, was the, like this unintentionally perfect perfect moment because I didn't know I was going to be in the front row. And because I was, it gave us the opportunity to have that moment. And I really believe that when you tap into the work that I try to inspire in people, when you tap into what I feel I've discovered and how I've been able to create success and live out these dreams, that the end result of you D- diving deeper into your excellence and bringing out these characteristics and being more emotionally intelligent and creating these sparks that make you to shine is unintentional perfection and you finding success that you didn't even know maybe was meant to happen for you or meant to happen in that way and that's what that book really starts to get people to dive into is unlocking and unblocking the stuff that really is just inside of ourselves that we sometimes for whatever reason, don't allow to create sparks and come out because we get so focused on something, and and we can get lost in our pursuit of that. So,
0: oh, uh-huh. that's I have to give it to you. This is probably one of the most powerful stories shared on this podcast, and, <laughs> and for that, I thank you. It was uh, wow, very powerful. And there's so many things I I can relate in, in what you you've said. But uh, you know what you call your spark, I call what makes you tick. But I love yes. I love the concept of the spark because there's also more than one spark and, and, and things that can guide you. And, uh, I can relate to like feeling, and my feeling is I love to prove that the impossible is possible. And I've shared with people on the podcast. I met my husband online on match.com when, you know, 15 years ago, when people would say I'm crazy. (laughs) And I thought I was, I'm never going to meet my husband. And then I met him and people. Oh, wow! This is such a oh, he's good looking. Oh, he's such a. Where did you meet him? And and they couldn't believe it's a magic come story because it just doesn't seem possible. And so, like your story with Whitney Houston, it's like it's one of those things like, well, how can that happen? But it happens because you you were everything you were doing. You were being intentional. I I believe this, yes. and I, I mean, it's the first time we speak, but I can feel the energy that you have had that and how your parents. Raise you if you have that intentional commitment to your actions, and, and that's a lot of what you know I try to also share with, uh, with the audience about intentionality and, and manifesting and just visualizing. And uh, I love the music, by the way. I, you have an amazing voice. Let me just no, put that, that. I'm going to have to connect you with my hobby, who is an engineer, but he's uh, also a musician. He, he studied, He's my second episode on this podcast. <laughs> so almost 98 episodes ago, I couldn't recruit wow. anybody else. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he's someone that, that, that he knows his parts with music, but, you know, his career took him into a different direction and now he quit his job and now he's trying to see if he, how he connects with that spark. So it's very exciting to see the possibilities, right? You talk a lot about possibilities as well. Yes,
1: absolutely. Um, I think when we view life as possibilities, that's when we face challenges, we see them as opportunities. Or when we see problems, we start to go quicker to solutions because we allow ourselves to open our minds to what is possible rather than than getting caught up in the challenge or in the problem. And so as your husband explores that again, that possibility, what I believe the real thing to focus on is all of whatever it could be and not being so concerned about sometimes the way that it's actually going to show up. Because if you're putting in hard work, if you're being a great person, and you're caring about other people, and you are igniting these characteristics that I believe are in all of us, you it, you will find that unintentional perfection in it. And again, he may end up not reaching the thing that he thinks he's going to reach, but along the journey, actually reaching all the essence of what it is, so much more inside of it. You know, I recently had this story with someone, uh, or I was recently working with someone, and they told me this story about their quest to become a vice president somewhere. It was all that they wanted. And along this journey, they kept being told, well, you got to do this and you got to add that and you don't have enough of this and we need some more people on your team or you have to have a better connection to you know, ROI and all this stuff. And years went by and they kept adding these things in whenever a, their manager would be like, let's get you better prepared so when we put you up for that role, you'll get it. Like, how many times have we all heard that stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, a new person has come in recently to lead the organization, and the role is open. And this person was like, I want the role. I've been wanting this. I want the role. And the new person that has come in who doesn't know any of their past that well, because they haven't been around, they haven't known all that work that's been put in and everything, said to them, I don't think you're right for the role. You don't have the personality of the type of person that I need to have, which is someone that cares about people and growing people and not just about the work you're doing and making yourself better, but the way you're going to help other people be better. And this person in their mind was like, "That wait, that's exactly who I am. Like I'm a mother and all I care about is enriching the lives of other people. How confused, you know, How they were so confused But as they took a step back, they realized that in a way, they had almost lost their shine. They had almost lost that beautiful personality, that person that really was what was desired by this leader to fill that role, what they wanted, in the quest for that exact thing. And I think a lot of times when we get so caught up, And we don't allow unintentionally perfect things to happen as we follow our heart and follow what we love, we can miss out. And what was really cool as we talked more was this person really found such appreciation where they're at right now because they recognize they have the money that they thought they were supposed to have with the title. They have a great relationship with their spouse. They have a beautiful home. They have a beautiful daughter that they can provide all this stuff for and it was kind of like i don't need that stupid title
0: yes and you know? uh, the ego can trick you right the ego can take you very very uh, strange places and and if you surrender just to what is it's just the possibility there's so much more
1: it's so true it's the op- it's it really is the fine line around confidence and knowing what you you what you deserve but not going into the space of ego where you lose who you are, because then you'll never get it.
0: Absolutely. And I think it's all about connection. Uh, You know, it's exactly, in my husband's case, it's it's about reconnecting. I was telling somebody the other day, sometimes, you know, you change your jobs and now it becomes all doing one thing that you're passionate about for three months and you're all at it. Then you change jobs and then all of a sudden you forget about that and now you're all about your job. And I always say, you have, this is a like energy plugs that we have into, into our body, into our soul. The idea, at least the trick for me, is how do I keep it connected? And then maybe you need more energy from one or the other at a certain point, but the fact that you never completely cut the plug, I yeah. think that's part of the secret, at least for me.
1: Yes. I love that concept. I sometimes for myself will think of it as I'm married to that greater purpose, mm-hmm. right? Like we think of marriage the way you're talking about your husband. I'm married to that greater purpose, that like my business. But things will pop up in life. And if we could be so bold that if, if in real marriage you may be able to also date at the same time, which is not something I do, but hey, maybe someone does. But if you could... It gives you the opportunity to be still married to that thing that you love, but realize I'm gonna go date this and I'm gonna go date that, and (laughs) right, and let it fuel me. So
0: I always say my favorite singer for many years. I say my favorite singer is Gloria Stefan, but I'm having an an affair with Sarah McLachlan. You know, yeah, there you go, (laughs) that kind of thing. But in any case, I mean, when I check the work you do, and and I'm not surprised because you're so on point and so focused. And honestly, I think you have all these concepts so clear in your mind that you're able to put them together in a way. I mean, I was on your, on your page, on your webpage, and all it's going to be on the show notes so that everybody can get familiar with it. But everything I was reading, it was like, oh my God, this is so good. Oh my God, this is so good. And of course, when, one of the things I love the most, you give people tools. I mean, I love, you. I think it's trademarked, you, you develop the shine scale. Yes. And I love it. And of course I took the test. Yes, I and not, I saw not...
1: I saw your results <laughs> and you did really well.
0: Well I, I cannot compare, but you know what made me happy is that the majority of it is hard. And I've always considered myself uh, a person that is driven by the heart and uh, there's always room for improvement. I love doing those things. you never really are a, a work finish it, you always are a work in progress but what I love is you not only talk it but you give in tools to people so everybody listening to this you have to go and check that shine scale. It really takes five minutes and it was awesome and it, the questions were very thought out I thought because they're not your traditional Questions—they're coming from a different angle, I think—and <laughs> so I, I compliment you. I think it's very well put together. It really gives you an actionable, you know, starting point. I sent it to my hobby too. So oh, that, great! <laughs> at some point, you might see him there. <laughs> I took I—I I created
1: that when I talked about the foundation because when I went back to look at where I felt success or where these dreams came true, to the point I was making earlier. Typical of me, while well, I'm an artist, I also was a biochemistry major for the majority of my undergrad. So <sighs> there's application that's very important to me as well, right? Like I can't just live in this world of artistry. I need to figure out how to actually make things function. And so when I went to explore and I discovered these characteristics, which there's fourteen of them, seven are from the heart and seven of them are from the mind. And I've referenced some of them today, but if people go to the shine scale, they'll see them. I thought, while it's great that I was able to tap into the thinking around what those are so I can find ways to elevate them in myself or in other people to try to drive success, wouldn't it be better if there was a tool that allowed us to quickly look where there may be opportunity to create more sparks across them that in my terminology helps you to shine, that in my terminology helps you to get more success with the unintentional perfection? And What's been really cool about it to what you just said is it's a starting point. So when I work with people, it gives me a foundation to be able to say, this is what I'm seeing. Let's explore that. And it really alleviates a lot of time where otherwise we just have to talk and spend time chatting, which can be costly. Let's Mm -hmm, face it, right? If you hire someone. And so it helps to expedite the, the process. And what's cool is I was working with the CEO once who took it. And they were trying to drive innovation in their company. That was their focus. It was their primary thing they wanted to achieve. They took the shine scale. And the places where they where they had the largest area of opportunity, where they were making the least amount of sparks, was in passion and creativity. And I said, how do you expect to drive this organization to be innovative when you're not even exuding some of the most important parts of what innovation stems from? And it was a light bulb moment. And then we started to explore, where does your passion come from? What makes you feel creative? And one of, one of the times I did this as well with someone, it came down to, well, I used to love to ride a bike. I used to cycle a lot, but I haven't done that in 10 years. Well, r- start riding the bike and ride it to the office and let people see you do that and bring the bike inside and create this new energy. To the point you were making around energy, create that momentum inside your space. People will watch and say, why, what? He rides a bike. Why is he here? Oh, he's been riding that cycle. He's a cyclist. It'll start to inspire people to think bigger and think differently. And so the tool is really cool because it gives me an easy opportunity to tap into people's minds quickly and say, hey, this is what I'm seeing. Does it feel like that's an area where we can explore? And then we get to explore it and try to make progress.
0: So. No, great, and it puts a person in that mindset that it's also, you know, it's a different mindset when you start answering the questions. It also creates a shift in the person that's taking the the scale. So everybody out there, I think that's a great exercise. I plan on proposing to my mentees, I mentor young women in telecom and I think, you know, sometimes also in our own conversation you know, that sparks and also to get familiar with your work, because I think it, it, it's fantastic. And I know you're working on some exciting projects. What's what's new and upcoming for you this year? Totally.
1: Given the climate of what's happened in 2020, and I think just in life in general, I started speaking with people and listening to people that I was, that I was working with and realized that in some regards, people just need to get their shine back. They need to get their mojo back. You know, I was the head of mojo at Verizon in that last role. And sometimes I'm like, hey, I still have, you know, I still know what mojo is. Let's get your (laughs) mojo back, right? But they got to get their shine back. And that may come in the form of, say, a mother who has spent the last year working from home, having a child at home all the time, feeling like all the things that she wants for herself have been put aside to try to balance all of this. And kind of maybe has lost that spark. And how do we reignite that? And not only because it's important for her, but it's so important for her as she's raising that child, for that child to see her shining. Mm -hmm. And so I have a program um, that I'm launching around this that helps people to spend time working on that for themselves working with me on it working with themselves on it it's imp- it's with me one on one but it's also for work that is done on themselves and while i have the spark unlock and unblock book there's also a journal that i have that goes along with it so that's a component of of this i think you were earlier saying manifestations i really believe the affirmations and intentions as you've been saying are so important I created this thing called the shine dice that are really fun. It's a medicine bottle that you get that's personalized with your name and inside of it, rather than it being pills to help you, you know, alleviate whatever mind things that you have going on, it's three dice. And on those dice are affirmations that when you roll them out, they make 216 different affirmations that you could have in a day that remind you about how possibly possible powerful you are. And so all of this is kind of encapsulated into this program. And um, if people are interested in chatting with me about it, I'm launching something where people can get 15 minutes with me at connect.getyourshine.com. And we can talk about it. It may not be right for everyone. You know, it it takes work. And it's sometimes people don't have time to work on themselves. But I think through 15 minutes with me, even if they don't have time to do the whole thing, I'll hopefully, hopefully find something, even if, to your point, it's as simple as saying, go take the shine scale so you at least can discover one thing that you can work on to make yourself smile more. That um, you know, I want that to be there so I can try to make an impact in people's lives. So that's the big program that I'm working on now. Um that I, I hope, you know, can help people reignite themselves.
0: I love it. I think it's uh, you know, it's a fantastic initiative and 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 that part that even sometimes 15 minutes, I think people that they hear people that do what you do, coaches, inspirational and motivational speakers, and they feel that it's, a you know, the entry barrier. Sometimes I think it's high and they have to commit. And then, you know, sometimes, yeah. as you said, it's costly, but I think that format besides the test and the quiz and you give that flavor. And then maybe I just want to run something quickly by you. And then that just, that, that creates the little by little that a lot of people suggest. Don't do a big change at once. Just start with one little step To move you forward. And this is a great way to do that. Exactly. Because, you
1: know, in positive psychology, which is something that I've been studying and and it's a true form of psychology, if you take just one week and at the end of each day, write down three things that you're grateful for, they've proven that by doing it even just for one week, months and months that follow, it has an impact on your happiness and your positivity in general. And how simple is that if someone's in a tough place to say, let's just go and do this one activity. And it's why I am a proponent of that simply one spark. I think in these times, if I listen to people and they take the shine scale and I'm able to look at it, I may find someone that has tons of passion, that has tons of energy, that is super driven, but maybe they're falling really short on active listening, conscientiousness and inquisitiveness. And so I'll say to them, you're probably not finding the success you want, even though you're so passionate and so driven. You have so much energy for it because you're not listening to people around you that probably want to help you. You're not asking enough questions of the people around you that probably can help you. And when you find the opportunity, maybe you're not following through with the things that are actually already there, ready for you to achieve whatever it is you want. And we can figure that out in 15 minutes. And my hope is that people in those 15 minutes will say, damn, that's great. Let's spend a little work figuring out how I do that better. And then I get the chance to do what I do with you know CEOs or big companies that I've worked with and, and do this kind of work. So
0: I know. And you work also with teams. I mean, this is like also in the corporate world. I know we have some listeners. I mean, AJ, I know you do motivational speaks, keynotes probably, and, and all that good stuff. And I could totally see how you... You really rock the floor with some of that uh, spark uh, you know inspiration and and sometimes people just need the push, you know a little push to to get the moving forward wow that that has been really, really fantastic, and I'm very excited for all you have coming up and uh, I know you shared that music is one of the things that gives you create a spark or makes you tick. Is there anything else that I can ask about what makes you tick other than music and what you share?
1: I would have to say it's my, where I live. We recently moved onto a ranch in Texas. My partner is a cowboy essentially. So we have horses Mm -hmm. and we have about 30 animals. And somehow every day, even through all this work I do, I wake up and we do our feeding in the morning and I put it in my schedule to be able to step away from work to do our feeding in the afternoon. And I would have to say it's having all that energy and life around me and being able to, you know, we got a mini pony that we essentially rescued from someone that didn't want it. And the mini pony wouldn't let anyone come near it. Even my partner still can't go near the mini pony, but I'll tell you that mini pony and I are best friends now <laughs> oh. because of my work of making it comfortable and trusting me and teaching it that, you know, there's something greater for it. And we've that, that is my tick. It, you know, where I live, I feel so lucky that every day I wake up and I look outside and I just feel so grateful.
0: Wow. Well, it shines. It shines through. I can tell you. I have many guests and some of them are very brilliant, but there's something about your energy that is really unique. and uh, And I appreciate you taking the time inspiring the people. And, and, you know, I mean, you've inspired me to take the test and also look at it. And I definitely, you know, I'm a fan. I will probably get those dices for me, my husband, some of my customers. I think it makes a great gift.
1: <laughs> well, then you have to send me your address and I'll send you some because I really appreciate you taking time to chat with me and um, I'll that's, get some dice out
0: to you. Oh, uh, that's okay. It's, it's about supporting each other. But I love, I love it. Uh, you know, the fact that you, it's a great, way to get unstuck. And I think that's what you're focusing your work on. And and I thank you for that.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate it. And I hope that even if it's just one person that we can help spark through this conversation, then that is totally worth it.
0: I'm sure we will. Thank you. And and thank you all for listening. And that make sure to check the notes and visit AJ's page. And until the next episode of Back to Basics. And until the next time.